So just be aware. Always go for the loving. Go for the loving. The truth that is the loving has nothing to do with the past of time and space of who we were or the future of who we will be or not be. Doesn't matter at all. Doesn't even matter what the future will be for the whole planet and the universe. Doesn't matter what it was in the past. It doesn't matter if you think you get psychic guidance and the angels talk to you or somebody else tells you. That's still all time and space. It's still all time and space. I hear people say, but my hunches and intuition are often accurate. Well, yeah, because guess why? Because you, the soul, are a creator. So if you believe something to be so, guess what you're going to create in your life? So it is so. But does that mean it's the truth? Or did you just create another illusion? Yeah, it's true. I created another illusion. Oh, it's true. It's another illusion. See what I'm saying? It's kind of crazy, right? You go, oh, but when I'm not following my intuition, my life doesn't seem to go as well. Maybe you're letting go of the illusion and you're finding a new foundation and you, find, you feel yourself a little chaotic or whacked out or something because you feel like you're losing your footing. But maybe all you're doing is letting go of your attachments in the world so that you can now begin to move your focus higher into spirit. It's okay to feel a little bit shaky at times because that shaking is the releasing of all these things we've been caught up in and holding on to, that's been holding on to us, don't let go. Because that's what it does, and that's what we do. But what do we hear all the time on this pathway? Let go. Let God. But then we go, no, don't let go. And then what comes with that? Don't let God. In the letting go, there is going to be shaking. Just be aware of that and know that it's okay because in the shaking is the greater freedom of the soul as the shackles that it has been bound in are now being released. There's good news and the bad news, in other words. So when you're in the shaking, know it's a good thing. And if you need to find your peace, because you're all stressed out about it, sit down and meditate. Go back to that place of peace. If you're not peaceful, then go to where peace resides. And that's where this meditation takes you. You don't need to try and go figure it out. Go running to everybody, trying to hold on, because you're, trying, you're actually letting go right now. So let go and go back to where the peace resides. Listen, even if you run to somebody in the world because they seem so stable and they help you to come to that peaceful place, realize how it is they're helping you to get there. Is it really them doing it? Or are they just living in that place of peace so you have an outer reflection that you can begin to see so you can begin to see it in yourself to come back to that place of stability for you? That's how it really works. There's no magic in this. Sorry. And that's the good news.
It's a very simple and practical action. And that's how this pathway is. It always is about meditation, right? But what is meditation? Meditation is coming back to the spirit of who we are, where all the peace, the love, the joy, the solidity, the stability, all resides. So it's always coming back to there. So even if we have an inner experience directly and we know something's true, whether it be a past life, whether it be in the realms of spirit, no matter what it is, there's nothing we need to do with that in our personality or ego other than maybe be grateful. We don't need to make ourselves special or build it up because we know it is. It's taken place. We've had the experience. It's done. It's complete. It's fulfilled. And now we can live the freedom of that completion, of that fulfillment. And then there's no question or doubt or wonder. But we know it's true because we had the experience directly and there's no need to parade it or even tell the world. But sometimes we do. That leads me down another road. The times I've done that, going parading it, well, that's a lot of fun once you get all the responses back from people. Some of, sometimes you find nice people that go, oh, that's wonderful. But then you get the other people go, ooh, they're a little crazy. And that's somebody being nice. Again, it's just part of the journey. That's why often you'll hear us on this pathway say, this is a sacred inner journey. It's not something we're doing out here in the world. Therefore, there's not a need to go parade it in the world or tell the world or exploit it in the world or to convert the world or whatever because it has nothing to do with it. If you want to go tell anybody, go inside and tell God. Go tell God. Because God wants to hear that because that is the joy of your soul now sharing that with God. And that sharing is what now will reunite the divine with the divine, the truth of who we are, with that which from we've come. I guess it's your turn. Well, this journey is a very interesting one for an initiate in the path of sound and light. And it's different from those that are walking other pathways, other pathways where people may have been initiated into other practices having to do more with the development of the psychic, the intuitive, even the body consciousness, such as certain forms of yoga. This pathway is truly a very, very simple pathway. It is about loving God and about becoming vulnerable and allowing God's loving in so that we begin to live in that river of loving 
That's what this pathway is about. It's not about looking to the past, living in the past, hoping about the past, trying to drag the past forward so that we can live it once again. It's about living that which is present in the moment. And the only thing, the only true thing ever that is present in the moment, whether in these realms of illusion or in the true realms of spirit, is loving. And the only true loving there is, is God. And so that is what this meditation is about. It's about waking up to the truth. The truth of all existence. And that's a very simple place to be. To be in that loving that is God, that is your soul, that is the truth, that is now. It's amazing how people can get caught up in these realms of illusion. Even when they're in their meditation practice, they can get caught up in these realms of illusion and begin to chase after the illusion rather than the truth. That's why we say, focus on the loving, focus on God, focus on waking up into that loving, into that presence of God inside of you and you inside of God through this divine flow of loving. Because it's very easy to get caught up in the illusion and to begin to chase after the illusions of who was I in a past life, and begin to live after that, rather than stay present in this moment. The one thing I have been told by the Holy Spirit over and over and over throughout all of this lifetime is that who I am right now is the greatest and the most important part of my existence. Who I was before, who I will be in another lifetime possibly, it isn't important. I've lived those other lifetimes and they are complete. They are done. Whether they were fulfilled or not is another story, but they are complete. I cannot live those anymore. And they do not relate to this lifetime in the way that this lifetime relates to this lifetime. What are you doing now? Not what did you do back then? Don't live looking back and see, well, who did I... Who was I? How did I live that life? Who were they? How did they live their lives? But rather look and see who are you right now? And how are you living your life right now? Are you living it in loving and accepting and in forgiving? Are you living being responsible for your thoughts and your actions right now? Are you living being responsible for your thoughts and your feelings? right now, are you? Or are you focused back in the past? We look back in the past when we feel unfulfilled here. We're trying to find something to fulfill us, to make us feel okay, to make us feel good about ourselves. And that's why we'll look in the past. We'll be looking to see, where well, where was I better and greater than this lifetime? Because this lifetime, boy, this kind of sucks. 
Surely I was a king, I was a prince, I was a princess, I was wealthy, I was of power, I was of influence, I was a spiritual teacher, I was whatever. I got to find that so I can prop myself up and at least feel good about myself. And maybe somehow I can drag that forward into this lifetime and live it again. Well, guess what? The majority of lives that have ever been experienced that you've had as experience are almost identical to this lifetime. It's about experiencing life, learning the lessons, and those lessons are where we feel we are getting hit at, where we are failing, where we don't understand. You know, we're not going to live the lessons we've learned. They're done. We're going to live the lessons that are yet undone so that we can learn them. And those lessons aren't learned in being powerful or being successful or being something in the world. It's about inside of us. What are we doing inside of us? So don't look back and try to drag the past into the present. It won't work. You can't be what you were. Thank God. Stop and think about it for a minute. You are where you are today because you didn't fulfill what you needed to fulfill back then. Those unfulfillments have caught up with you now. Fulfill them now. Be done with them now. Be complete with them now. Do what you need to do to fulfill your physical karmas in this lifetime. And at the same time, do your inner meditation of focusing in loving with God and God with you. And let the loving come in and assist you in experiencing and completing the lessons. I don't even want to call it learning, but experiencing and completing the lessons that you have in the physical to fulfill and be complete, be whole. I hope that makes some sense. There are many people in the world, whether it's on this pathway with an ILM, within other pathways having to do with sound and light, and other pathways in the world having to do with the psychic and so-called spiritual actions, that are still caught up in living in the past and living in separation from their truth. The only truth there is, is you are soul. And the only truth of your soul is it is the loving action of God going forth to have experience in all of God's creation. Do that. Do that. Be the loving and go forward every day in every moment of every day and be the loving. And let that which is your soul go into the world to have expression and experience of loving. Then you are fulfilling the truth of who you are. You are fulfilling this moment. God and you are one in that fulfillment. 
And that's very simple. It's truly very simple to sit down and have a meditation where it's you and God, God first and God only. And you are developing a one-on-one relationship with God through loving God and allowing God to love you. To learn in that movement of vulnerability of giving and of receiving. In that movement of loving. And in that way, you truly do live the truth and you do fulfill what it is you came to do. There is nothing in the world that is going to make you a better soul. You can go do all kinds of different actions in the world. You can go do good deeds. You can be a powerful person. You can give all your money away. And that is not going to alter who you are and the spiritual journey that you're on. The only thing that truly can bring about transformation is the loving and the living of that loving. So don't allow yourself to get caught up in the physical body or the imaginational body or the emotional body and the mind body or the unconscious body and be chasing after them. Don't let them stir you into going into an outer direction, an outer focus, an outer search. But rather, stay centered in the loving. And when those elements of yourself pull and try to entrap you and try to call you out, just focus your loving into them. And let the loving bring balance into those situations. And don't chase after them. And if you do, and there's a good chance you will, because it's so tempting, it's so tantalizing, it seems like it's going to be the greater fulfillment rather than just being in the loving, let it be okay. But if you're going to do it, do it right. Go do it fully. Chase after it 100%. Go into it and have an experience. Don't just sit there and daydream and think, well, I wonder and I hope and I... Do it. Go find out for yourself. Inwardly, go and see if it's true. Outwardly, check it out and see if it's true. More than likely, you're going to find that wherever that action is going to take you, if it isn't of a true spiritual loving nature, it's going to be taking you down and out into the world, into the ego, and it's giving power to the mind and the ego to have dominion over you rather than you over it. And you'll know it in time because you'll feel yourself getting beat up by it. You'll feel yourself being trapped by it into the illusion, and that's all you can focus on is the illusion of the past. Who are you today? Who are you today? You are the fulfillment. You are the fulfillment of everything that you've ever experienced in your life. 
You are the fulfillment right now. Where you are right now is a fulfillment. And there is more to be done. Much of what you have fulfilled has been on the outer. You have worked diligently in other lifetimes to understand the pathway of virtue, of morality, of living a good, spiritual, focused life. Now it's time to do even more, to balance the outer and the inner. But to do the balance of the outer and the inner, you have to have an understanding of both. of what that looks like. And the true point of balance for all of it is inside. It's in our meditation. It's in that loving. Keep things simple. Keep things loving. And anything and everything that tries to pull you away from that center of loving, that tries to take you away from the focus of loving, that makes itself more important than God, Let it go. It's not important. It's only important if you are going to pursue ego and mind and fulfill it. Then it's important. And then go do it. Do it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it all. But be aware that those focuses are of the worlds of polarity. And it's going to have its upside and its downside in its process with you and you with it. And so be aware that if you find yourself in a state of a roller coaster ride going up and down or on a swing going back and forth into the good and the bad, the light and the dark of things, you may be following after something that has to do more of a focused in the outer than on the inner. That it's more focused on the ego and the mind being fulfilled than your soul waking up into the knowing of itself as loving. This pathway is so subtle and it's so easy for us to lose sight of the true way by which a soul achieves liberation. Liberation isn't about fulfillment in the world. Liberation isn't about the ego being able to parade around and wave a flag and say, over here, over here, I was a king, I was a queen, I was a spiritual teacher, I was this, I was that. So keep everything simple. Keep everything neutral or loving. And keep everything focused in God. It's not about you and the world. It's about the God of you in the world fulfilling itself. To truly be a liberated soul. To be able to be awake in soul while you're in the body. To be able to look up 
and see that which is true in spirit. And at the same time, look down here and see what is so untrue in the world, <clears throat> but yet be able to look and see the truth that is the souls in the world living in the realm of untruth, living in illusion, and hold for them to wake up to that for themselves as you are waking up to it in you. That's the beauty of this. And there's nothing for you to do. You don't have to parade around and say, oh, oh, I'm a soul initiate. I'm working on liberation or anything else. <coughs> and there's nothing you can do to help them. You help yourself by doing your meditation. And by living that meditation every day, you help them automatically because you create a space by which they can be drawn into their own practice. It's not about what you do in the outer, it's about what you do on the inner. And the only thing that you can do on the inner truly is loving God and allowing God's loving to come in. And you wake up into that loving to where you and the loving of God is all one and the same. Keep it simple. And I like what Brian was saying about hunches, about intuition. That's all a part of the instinctual nature of the body consciousness. Not the soul. The soul doesn't live on hunches and intuition. The soul lives on loving. That's a part of the instinctual nature of the body consciousness. And it serves the body well. But it's a matter then of understanding the different qualities, the different actions of these different vehicles that we are with in this existence. And how each one functions. You do have a physical body and it has its own process. And we have to learn how to live in that process, with that process, take charge of it if we can. And that's the same for the imagination, the emotion, the mind, and the unconscious. They each have certain principles by which they manifest and that they demonstrate themselves. You can spend a lifetime just learning about the physical body, <clears throat> maybe several. There's a lot of yogis that have lived several lifetimes perfecting and mastering all these different forms of yoga in order to be what they are today, and still they are only working on perfecting the physical body. Oh my God, what about all the other to go? What can be a long journey? The great thing is about this pathway is wake up into the spirit, wake up into the soul, wake up into the loving, wake up into God. And in waking up to that truth of all truths, everything else automatically falls into alignment. And there's not a whole lot to do. There's nothing to perfect. There's nothing to overcome. It's just living then the truth. And the body consciousness, the imagination, the emotion, the mind, the unconscious, all begin to 
line up and work in agreement and work in harmony. And rather than having to live in all these different components and try to understand how each one does function, you live in the loving. And the loving is that which they then begin to align and live in and through and manifest. And no longer is it about instinct or intuition or hope and faith and trust. It's about loving. So go for experience, the inner experience of God first and God only, of loving the Lord and letting the Lord love you, about living in that alignment of the loving so that you fulfill that which you are, soul, loving, in every way possible, with every breath, with every moment. That's what I have been asked to do within my own life, and that's what I've been asked to share with others. But make it fun. It really is fun. Don't make it difficult. Don't beat yourselves up. And oh boy, can we do that. Some people may feel like, well, Jim's scolding us right now. No, I'm not. But I am wanting to share with you to pay attention. Rumi, Hafiz, so many great saints of the past have said, wake up, wake up. Well, what they're saying is, stop chasing after the dream. Stop living after the dream. So many times people have a dream and then they go, oh God, I hope that's going to be happening. I hope I'm going to get married soon. Oh my God, I saw kids and I saw this. Maybe it's going to happen. And then they live the next number of years looking at that dream, hoping and praying and missing all the opportunities that are present in their daily life. Don't live on hope, faith, and trust, but rather live on loving and experience and how that loving manifests in the moment to the greater fulfillment of you, the soul.